This is Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Abigail Snyder, joined today by Matt Montgomery, Hillsdale College alumnus and producer at Our American Stories. We're here to discuss Monty's journey from Hillsdale student and college radio show host to working in the radio industry. Monty, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course. So you graduated Hillsdale just a few years ago in December of 2019. Is that right? Yes, I I graduated in December 2019. Okay, so take me back to your time at Hillsdale. What did you major in and what activities did you participate in? So I was a politics major, a little bit jaded with the politics major, not because I don't like politics or anything, just because I didn't really think it suited me. So I got involved in radio that way. Um, But I majored in politics and I was involved in Young Americans for Liberty. I was involved in the film and production club. I was involved in student fed and I was involved in FIMU Alpha. Very, very cool. So do you have a favorite college memory that's radio-related or not? Favorite college memory that's radio-related would probably be when we won uh, Best Station of the Year at the, I believe, MIB Awards or the Michigan Association of Broadcasting Awards up in uh, Lansing, Michigan. It was just really cool to be a part of that and be a part of that team at WRFH that uh, won that award for us against other schools that were much bigger than us, like Michigan State and, um, you know, other schools like that and of that size. So that was really neat. And then I really enjoyed doing The Spin Room, which was my music review show that I had here. I'm really into music, and so it was fun for me to come in here and review albums and spend some time working with the board and uh, playing music that I liked. And I got a third place nationally for the best specialty music show for that at the CBIs. And that was really cool. That happened after I graduated. I mean, the award came in after I graduated. But it was nice to see my my work pay off for that. So we'll discuss more of your radio career later. But sticking to your time at Hillsdale as a student, if you had to choose a favorite professor or maybe a class, what would it be? Obviously, uh, Mr. Bertram is my my favorite prof that I've been under. Uh, The other one would be Dr. Carrington. I really enjoyed taking his classes in the politics major. His Montesquieu class was incredibly influential to my thinking, and it was just so enjoyable. I took him twice. I took him for the Federalist Papers and then Montesquieu because he was such a good professor, and I've interviewed him on Our American Stories a few times, and he's always just been great. That is so cool. What an awesome relationship. So I'll preface this next question by saying that the answer doesn't have to be radio related or job related since you work in the radio industry. It could be, but it could also relate to your home life or any aspect of adult life. So with that, what is a class that you took here at Hillsdale that helps you regularly, something that you draw on in your adult life? Advanced radio production. I... I, (laughs) Uh, definitely advanced radio production. It was such an important class in understanding audition, which is what the system we're using now and I use on a regular basis when I'm producing my pieces. And it was with uh, Mr. Bertram. And you learn all the things you need to learn to be a radio producer at a pretty 
um, I'd say mid-scale level, which is really good for college students. It gives them an absolutely good base to operate and learn the DAW, the digital audio workspace, and you know, learn how to be a better producer, learn how to interview, learn how to make things sound nice. So that class most definitely. In the politics major, um, I'd say political philosophy um, too. And that class was good because it, it just completely changed my outlook and you know, um, sort of moved my political ideas from just sort of base level to a deeper level. And I understand, or now understand, I think a lot of um, political philosophy that I even disagree with, like Marxism. I, I really enjoyed reading Karl Marx and uh, Nietzsche and a bunch of the other, I guess, controversial figures. That was neat for me. So you've talked a little bit about your involvement on campus here at the radio station when you were a student. So what were your responsibilities here? And then can you tell us a little bit about the show you hosted, The Spin Room? Yes. Um, so my responsibilities at the station where I was I was um, originally like ad coordinator. I forgot the actual name of the position. Maybe promotions director? Yeah, promotions okay. director. So I was initially promotions director. And then I did the internship at OAS and got pretty good at producing. And so I became a production director for the station. Uh, near the end of my time at Hillsdale. And so that was the bulk of my responsibility was um, setting up, I guess, uh, producing for other shows on here and making sure we had a good sound. Um, the Spin Room. So I started The Spin Room in, uh, I suppose it would be 2017 when I was a second semester freshman. And I started it with my friend James Milius. And we were both hipsters and we really enjoyed indie rock and, you know, listening to music and collecting records. And so we thought it would be fun to do essentially what Anthony Fantano, if anybody knows him, he's a YouTube reviewer of albums that have come out. We thought it'd be fun to do what he was essentially doing on the air and give albums scores like they were new indie rock albums or new indie albums that were in general released. Um, and so that was quite fun we'd sit down we'd play the music we'd talk about it and we'd give it a score at the end and i did that with james up until uh i would say sophomore year and then he left and so i was left to do the whole thing by myself for quite some time uh we reviewed little pump around that time too and that was my my favorite review i did there just because we, we got to talk garbage on little pump um and then Jane O'Connor, who's currently a Hillsdale student, joined me as my co-host up until the end. And yeah, it was it was a really good time. I enjoyed doing the spin room. It was a fun show. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Abigail Snyder, and in the studio with me today is Monty Montgomery, a producer at Our American Stories. So when you were here as a student, Monty, you spent 22 minutes each week talking about music on your show. So I'd say that you seem to be a music lover. Uh, how many music albums have you listened to? And then second, can you pick a favorite? So I've listened to approximately, because I rate them all on a website called rateyourmusic.com. Really good website, by the way. Highly recommend it. Um, but I've listened to, I think, 2,506 records at this point. Oh, my. Um my favorites, I mean, so it's hard to pick a favorite, and I know that's such a cliche to say, 
but I have about I'd say 12 albums that I consider 10 out of 10s like you you can't go better than this and of those I have like historic 10 out of 10s in my mind that if I say I sound a little bit too basic so like Radiohead's OK Computer is a 10 out of 10 to me that it, that's the album that got me in the music and I love I don't listen to it on a daily basis anymore but it's just great and the same thing sort of falls into place for Kid A by Radiohead. That's also a 10 out of 10, but like I can't tell people, at least in my mind, and this is all super pretentious, but like I feel weird saying, you know, like, oh, two Radiohead albums are my, my favorite albums of all time. So my actual favorite album of all time is most likely Sparkle Horses' Viva Dixie Submarine Transmission Plot, a really long title. But it's an album because I'm a musician myself that I really resonate with because I just love the atmosphere that Sparkle Horse or Mark Linkus presents in his music. It's sort of rusty. It's sort of rustic and rusty. Um, it's sort of off the cuff. The melodies are buried in that album, sort of like diamonds in a rough. You have to pick them out, and he sort of messes around with his instruments and his production to the point where it seems disjointed, but then it all comes together in a single line, and it's just great. And he wrote some fantastic melodies. I, I really like music with melody. Um, the abstract is interesting to me, but I like the abstract to be confined and used in a way that points to something, I guess, melodic and moving, and that moves. So you mentioned you are a musician. What do you play? Did you play in any bands when you were here on campus? So I am a singer, and I play piano, and I play organ. I had my own musical act when I was on campus that was sort of just like a Sparkle Horse ripoff. It was called Golf. Um, that was fun. But I did have a band on campus, and it was also called Golf. It was sort of the actual collective of musicians at my house. And we did, we were active um, at Central Hall of Blues at the show-offs. Um, we did that, I believe, my junior year. We did that. And then the semester before then for, um, I don't know if Find Me Office still does this, but Battle of the Bands. I think it still happens, I think, yeah. Yeah, um, so we were all set to perform for Battle of the Bands, and the band that went before us, so many Simpson people showed up that they broke the floor of the Elks Lodge. Okay. And um, we could not perform. That was probably the worst day of my life at Hillsdale because we had built a recording studio in our house. Our house was called Parliament. We had built it sort of, I don't know, it was sort of close to the chapel, and we got a lot of hand-me-down equipment because they were renovating the auditoriums, and so we built a recording studio out of that. And we had practiced in this actual like recording studio for uh, like three months, and our set was so good. Um, and we were a great band. We had some great people um, playing in there, especially on guitar. We had a great lead guitar player, but we couldn't perform at, uh, at battle because the floor caved in. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Abigail Snyder, joined today by Monty Montgomery, a Hillsdale College alumnus and producer at Our American Stories. So Monty, I'd like to transition and talk a little bit about the radio program for which you currently work, Our American Stories. What is Our American Stories for those who don't know, and what does it seek to do? 
So Our American Stories is a nationally syndicated, long-format storytelling radio show hosted by Lee Habib, but really hosted by our guests. Lee and the rest of the team at the show like to say that it is the show where America is the star and the American people. So we are on 400 stations or 320 stations, somewhere in that range we recently signed with Premier Networks, and so I know that number is sort of fluctuated. Um, but we're syndicated nationally, and we tell stories about history, about faith, about business, um, about you know just personal stories, people's trauma and what they've went through. Um, really Americana, um, Americana and human interest. I call them radio documentaries. So a few years ago, you were a radio student here at WRFH, and now you're working in the radio industry. So how did that transition come about from radio student at Radio Free Hillsdale to producer at Our American Stories? So I mentioned earlier in the interview that I was doing the spin room and I had a producer. That producer quit on me and I had a moment where the spin room hadn't come out for about a month. And so I decided that I needed to do it on my own, but I did not know how to do audition. I was just the host of the show. And so I walked in here at like 7 o'clock on an evening and I sat in here for what felt like hours on end to figure out the basics of audition finally figured it out to a degree and wanted to learn more and Mr. Bertram suggested that I go down to Mississippi for my internship in the summer to OAS and I went down there not knowing a lick of production on the degree that they were doing but I had some fantastic mentors there Joey Cortez, Alex Cortez, um, Jesse Edwards um, who taught me the basics of how to be a producer, how to make stuff sound nice. And having a musical background, I was working a lot with music, with music transitions, with making things sound like movies, essentially, on air. And it really spoke to me, and I really enjoyed it. And I decided at that time that that was what I wanted to do for my career, and it was going to come to me. So I was going to do anything to get it. The thing that got me an independent contract role there while I was at Hillsdale, so I started actually working for them in like 2018 as an independent contractor, cutting up and producing. Um, I slept on the floor, my con um, not my internship, but my apartment lease in Oxford, Mississippi, where we're located, uh, basically went up. And I decided, I asked my boss, my now boss, Stan Dye, you know, can I stay, extend my internship? And he said, sure. But I, I said, but I don't have a house. And everybody started offering me houses, but I thought it was a little bit weird. So I slept on the floor of the studio, and Stan thought that was cool. And so he offered me the independent contract role basically around that time. And then when I graduated, um, I, I it was just a natural course for me to go in full-time there. And I started working January 1st, 2020. So it sounds like radio kind of became your dream job. What was your maybe dream job before you realized that you wanted to go into radio? Was it music? Um, not necessarily. I wanted to work on the Hill like any politics major. I wanted to be president someday. And then I realized I'd be not cut out for the job. Not actually president, though. I thought I'd, you know, run for like a state house or something. What does a day on the job look like for you at Our American Stories as you're there as a producer? 
It really depends on a day-to-day -day basis. So if you're talking about Monday or Friday, Monday is our story meeting. It's where we all get together as producers and we say, hey, here's what we're working with today. And everybody will basically say, okay, cool. Looking forward to hearing that. And we'll also talk shop about anything else we need to know. Then on Friday is the actual day that we record. So everybody will come into the studio together and we will all listen to each other's pieces and we'll give it the yay or the nay to go to air. And Lee will be there and he'll do the bookend ins and outs where he introduces the piece and sort of sums it up at the end. I'm going around and interviewing people. I'm dealing with other people who are going out and interviewing for me. And the bulk of my time is spent actually cutting up long segments of audio into smaller chunks to go to air. Because in radio, you know, you have limited time. So I've got to work with you know, a radio hour clock that goes to about 45 minutes, 35 minutes of content, give or take. So I got to take two hour interviews down to that size or even lower. Typically my stories go on for about 10 to 16 minutes. Um, so that's the bulk of my time is cutting and then producing, um, putting music and FX under it, making it sound cool, making it sound nice. So that that's a day in the life of me essentially. With Our American Stories, do you travel at all, or is that a role you took on with the internship? Do you do that currently? So I was initially hired on to be sort of their travel guy. I, I don't have, like, a wife or kids like a lot of the people on at OAS do. And so uh, I do travel. I, I went to D.C. earlier uh, last year, and we did a whole road trip up the East Coast to go collect interviews. It was It was great. Um, just a month before this interview, I was in Denver, Colorado, some, a little bit for play and a little bit for actual gathering interviews. So I have traveled a little bit and with COVID loosening up nationally, I've been able to go a lot more places and it's been quite fun. So if you had to choose one destination that work has sent you to that has been your favorite, what would it be? Favorite destination would probably be D.C. on Memorial Day. Either that or when I was an intern, we took a tour of the South. So New Orleans. I really enjoy New Orleans. I think it's a neat city. I wouldn't live there per se because you step into New Orleans and it's, you know, super, super humid. And you can also see boats passing above you because the city is so low. Um, so a bit of a interesting situation there. But it's a great city with a ton of culture. I really enjoyed it. And they have great food. For current radio students hoping to get a job in the industry as you have, what would be your advice for them? What are some important skills that radio students presently can be cultivating to eventually move into the industry? This is going to sound sort of, you know, obvious because I'm a producer, but learn to produce. There's a lot of people who want to be hosts out there, but I don't think there's enough people who, you know, want to get involved in learning to DAW and in being involved on making things sound nice. I initially thought, and this is why I wanted to have no part of production, I initially thought production was just boring and I'd just be sitting in a studio running a board. And that's a little bit of it sometimes, but I don't run the board. I work with music, I work with sound, and I really work to make things sound nice via an artistic outlet. And it's incredibly fun. It's a lot like sculpting. So really consider doing that and also set yourself apart. Don't be like everybody else. Try to find a niche that you really enjoy and become really, really good at that niche. Because 
a lot of companies will hire you if you they see you're different, if they see that you have a different set of skills, but broadly speaking, the same. I know that sounds sort of disjointed, but the reason why I was hired at OAS was because I just went all in on you know advanced music production, underbeds, stuff like that. Um, so don't be afraid to be different, and uh, don't be afraid to set your part set yourself apart from the rest in in your industry. Well, Monty, thank you so much for taking the time to join us here on the station today and for sharing your experiences as a producer at Our American Stories and a former Hillsdale College radio student. Thank you. I, I really appreciate it. It's nice to be back in town and it's nice to be talking with you. You've been listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I've been Abigail Snyder and been joined by Monty Montgomery, a producer at Our American Stories. Thanks for listening.